It's Wednesday, the 13th of November, 2019, and this is HPR episode 2943, entitled Music as Life. It's hosted by Brian, is about 10 minutes long, carries an explicit flag, and the summary is Quantum Harmony. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. This is going to be a test of this recording, whether it works well or not, but it might at minimum be a record of some thoughts that I've been having. I recently heard a physicist discussing a paper that he wrote, or a note anyway, I'm not sure if that's a literal or a uh, scientific publishing term within the fields. You write a note, it's a bit more informal, um, about some thoughts that he'd been having about music as life, and not in a metaphoric sense. I didn't read the paper. I did listen to him. He gave a decent, very basic, condensed, which is kind of conflicting, but whatever, uh, abstracting of the concepts. Um, the concept, he states, began with his lifelong adult life study of chi or ki or life force energy and that we've been put in using the term energy improperly that it doesn't fit the classical definitions of energy in I guess what we would call classical physics um, he spends a bit of time discussing where classical physics has failed to incorporate Copenhagen interpretation and quantum mechanics and chaos theory um, into our modern science and that we're kind of stuck in the classical the observer does not matter world um, if I recall Einstein once spoke of gravity as the object paying attention to the other objects and I think that fits in to Mr. Anderson's description of 
rather than using the term energy to describe ki, using more a term of harmony. And he goes into good descriptions of how we think of melody in progression of tones in relation to one another, forming what we call melody, and a harmony being those simultaneous tones played at the same time, creating what we call harmony. And then rhythm being a uh, progression of the, the beat in Sanskrit we have the Om and in the writing of the Om at the top we have that little partial circle with the dot in the middle. That's the Nada Bindu. That's the sound the tone and the pulse and the rhythm in my mind would be the organization of the pulse um so he goes into it a bit with the bodily perception of music in relation to, um, say, some examples were that the fastest rhythm that the body really produces that we perceive as rhythm would be uh, a teeth chattering or a shivering. And simultaneously, if we were listening to a rhythm, if it got much faster than that frequency, then we would perceive it more of a tone. Um, conversely, our breath or our walking, we can slow down to super slow rhythm. But eventually we get to a point where we lose the perception of breathing or walking, and the breathing becomes a pausing between your inhale and exhale almost perceptively or your walking becomes a standing still and shifting your weight from one foot to the other again these are not necessarily absolutist they're just good examples but what he does not continue to go into and that's my elaboration on his theory of music as life and he doesn't mention the Einsteinian objects paying attention to one another. Um, the idea that the observer affects the universe, basically their universe, their space-time, which is not theirs alone, of course, but that it affects the space-time. Now, thinking about the, the rhythmic examples of our perceived rhythms or the universal perceived rhythms, how does the universe perceive? We perceive a rhythm until it gets to a point where our system now perceives that rhythm as a tone. That tone, in my mind, encompasses rhythm and frequency, um, harmony in the upper and lower, the crests and troughs of the wave form, 
very consistent but um, distinct melody that's almost formed perceptually when the tone is played consistently for a longer duration. It begins to sound different. You start to hear rhythms and melodies within that tone. Of course, I'm telling you what you perceive at this point, which is always wonderful for science. But that's how, in my perception, and of course the entire universe perceives the way that I perceive. So, because I'm the universe creating it in my own mind, in my perception, who's to say you're even there? Dear listener. So, my system loses track of the rhythm and gets to a buzz which would become a tone so as separate systems interact with one another they could theoretically be said to have a tone or a pulse that ends up joining with the rest around them and that's where we can end up with our harmonies and we can end up with discordant harmonies um we know that from our music that's with a more of a metaphorical but after listening to his ideas and kind of rolling them around in my head it seems like that is the way that the universe is working it is working as music and we perceive what we call music as this entertainment medium but literally at the what we would call the energetic scale where the we are wrong, of course, and I am more and more believing in this, that's the harmony, that energetic exchange becomes the harmony within the universe. That is why when a living creature suddenly becomes a dying creature, we don't actively see what we would call an energy exchange. What we see is a loss of harmony between those systems and those melodies interacting within the body. Um, well, that's something that I was kind of thinking about, so I figured I'd make a recording on my way to work. And now I'm there. So good day. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.